in a world where Mondays are taken over by a machine. Welcome to Machine Mondays. Hello, 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 Machiniacs and Schmodown fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, as usual, I gotta give a huge thank you to David B for creating this awesome track for me, the official machine theme. Thank you so much, David B, and if you wanna check him out, you can find him at David B Music 21 on Twitter. Also gotta give a huge thank you to Kevin the Smasher Smets for that awesome voice intro. I love it so much, and of course, we love you so much here at It's a Wonderful Podcast, Kev. Kevin is currently fighting a battle with colorectal cancer, so if you want to support him, please check out the link to his GoFundMe in the description of today's episode. And also, if you just want to send him some love, some positivity, or check out his awesome Star Wars KOTOR movie, you can find all of that at his Twitter, at KevSmets. Let's get into today's episode. So this is a big one. We got the Schmodown draft just happened this past Friday crazy things going on lots to talk about so i couldn't do it alone so i have a very special guest joining me abby friel so thank you abby for coming back to machine mondays lots to talk about today with the draft thank you so much for being here yes i am so excited i'm back (laughs) (laughs) um So we did start off the draft talking about Brad Gilmore being the commissioner of the first class league. So can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with all of that? Yeah, it's actually really exciting. I'm going to be involved with it in some aspect. Um, Not entirely sure what I can say, but um, (laughs) I'm really excited about it. Um, If people were not drafted, slash possibly people that were never on the draft list are going to be eligible to um, play in this league and hopefully get their chance in the Schmodown and be able to have some tape to show themselves, whether it's um, later this season, if we do like a free agency special again or for next season. Um, And so Brad was announced as the commissioner, which is really exciting. Yeah. And I think he'll be great at that. And so... Christian said it will start mid-March or April, which is, like, sooner than you think. So Yeah. Well, that's great, considering how many people were in the draft. You know, you knew there were going to be a lot of people who maybe didn't get picked up. So I think this is definitely a good shot for people to possibly get in mid-season, because I think a lot of people did shake up their rosters a bit during mid-season and did a lot of trading and dropping people and things like that. So they did take advantage of picking up new people at that time. So if they have actually some good game tape, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it. But at one point, I was really wondering if we were going to have enough people for this league because a lot of rookies got picked up. Yeah, surprisingly. (laughs) But there is definitely enough to get this league started and a lot of people that are wanting to play. And so... I'm excited about it. I think it'll add a lot more to the season and it'll just be two times the Schmodown content just for everyone to be able to watch more. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And it'll be exclusively on Twitch, which I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) That was news. So I think that's really cool. That's a perfect thing for that channel. For that platform. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. So we had the first round of the draft. Kaiser got to go first. He picked up Mara. 
How do you feel about that? Okay, so here's my thing. I'm going to be referencing this, like, mock draft that I did a few times, but I said that he will pick up Mara, and everyone was like, no, Mara and Dan don't want to be on the same faction. Like, they've talked about it. And everyone was, like, mad at me, so I said that Kaiser was going to pick up Andrew, but I was right. Yes, you should have stuck to your guns. I know. But <laughs> and like, I, Oh, you can go. <laughs> I feel like, you know, people are wondering, like, what did Kaiser do to get you know, Dan. So I wouldn't be surprised if he said, you know, I have the first pick. So if you come to my faction, I will pick up Mara first thing. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I think um, even though Dungeon last year had Smets and Robert, they need like a powerhouse IG player right now. And Mara yeah. is that. And Mara has a title shot. So it, if she was picked up anything less than first, that would be stupid. Yeah, and she's also talking about getting into Star Wars as well. So they didn't really have yeah. like, that aspect covered aside from Adam. So, you know. Yeah, I'm really, because they didn't, he tweeted that later. Um, and I am kind of shook at that. And I wonder how good she'll be in, like, I would be scared of her. but Yeah, and she has had plenty of time to, you know, really yeah. get even better than she was. So, yeah. very scary. Uh, then going down the list, we had Sam getting Amaru Moses, a rookie. Kate picking up Thomas Harper, a rookie. Koi uh, getting Andrew DeMolanta. Uh, Dagnino getting Griffin Newman. Uh, Roxy picking up Brandon Hanna. And Winston getting Eric Zipper, which I guess they've, you know, squashed their little feud that was going on and decided to reunite. This was an interesting round one. I did not expect any of this draft to go the way that it did. Like, Eric Zipper, to me, was, like, not a first-round pick, you know? Yeah. Like, Brandon Hanna was not a first-round pick. Griffin Newman, not a first-round pick. Like, in my <laughs> yeah. opinion. And, like, Thomas Harper, Amaru, I had seen, of uh, like, his audition and his tapes and stuff. And, like, he's pretty good. And I think he did a lot of, like... Um, hyping himself up to managers behind oh, the yeah, scenes. Oh yeah, definitely. And he did a voice message for Machine Mondays and like when I shared that he kind of had talked himself up on my show and shared that episode, it was getting so much love. Like people in the community really loved him. Yeah. So. But it was it was at this point that I was really like, what? Like, <laughs> what is this draft about to be? Because like, yeah. it just was like, and it's not even a knock to the players that I said like are not first round players. It's just, like, at this point, like, the first round was over, and Molly and Laura were still not taken. Yeah, and they impressed huge last season. So it was kind of crazy to see. Up. Yes, and you would want to pick somebody up who could get you somewhere quick. Um, so that was kind of crazy to me, too. Uh, and uh, so many rookies going in this first round as well. Yeah, like, I would have picked Laura above Eric Zipper. Like, in turn, like when it came to swag, like, I would have thought, like, if Laura's available when it's your turn, like, take her right away. Who cares if you have a Star Wars player? Like, get her. Yeah. You know? And then considering, you know, all the stuff with, you know, Roxy and Jericho, I would have thought she would have just picked him up knowing that, you know, he's only going to play for her. So that was maybe, even though, you know, he is 0-2 right now, 
just kind of having his name is big for the show and big for our team and knowing that information about him I would I kind of was expecting maybe she'll just pick him up first thing get that out of the way knowing that he's not going to play for anybody else so uh, Brandon was kind of a surprise for me as well yeah I would say Brandon is like I think he works really well like I mean it just got announced I don't we haven't even seen him work with Roxy but um yeah I think he will work really well on the stars like I think that's a perfect fit. yeah I think it makes sense yeah, I just didn't expect it to be, like, the first The one. first round, yeah. But then also, like, Frank made that, like, like ranking of the players. And, like, it was mostly, like, it was, like, Mara, Star Wars players, and then, like, you and him. So, yeah. like, I guess that makes sense. Like, he was sixth, like, ranked player yeah. by Frank Janish. But, like, I guess it makes sense to, like, to a, de- a degree. But then it's also, like, why did Finstock pick Griffin Newman? Yeah, like I think he he has a, he ended up with an all rookie team, so I don't know if that was he some did, deep research that he didn't he have did, a Star you know. Wars player, and he yeah. like didn't have Andrew, or I guess Andrew had got chosen by Koi, but like Molly and Laura were right there, and he chose a rookie. Yeah, so it, that was a definitely um a weird direction we were already kind of going with this so it was getting pretty interesting at this point and for me as a player just I was already just like oh my gosh all these rookies why is no one picking me so I I was I was starting to freak out just just slightly so then we get into round two uh Kate picking up Alonzo Duraldi uh then she also has a second pick again so she goes with Saul Winston getting Laura Kelly sticking it to Shannon how did you feel about this move um, I thought this was really smart. I think that Ace is really good, and, like, obviously we'll get to where Ace ends up later. But Laura is, in my opinion, a better player than Ace and, like, yeah. has the run at the belt coming up right now. So I, yeah. I think that was a smart move. Um, I am sad she's not on Corruption anymore because she's, like, literally my favorite person ever. Yeah, and, and, and I love her corruption. energy. Her energy on corruption was so badass. I loved it so much. Yeah, because um, you could see her in her first match, and she was kind of like, "Oh, hey," and then she like Kelly. came out and then yes, yeah, oh so I gosh. loved her corruption energy. So I'm definitely gonna miss that. But yeah. um, uh, then we had Roxy picking up Zach Burkett, who I guess is a Star Wars player. Uh, Dagnino picking up Gold Leader Evan Bouchard. Uh, Koi getting Eric Whiteley, which I guess a lot of people are excited about. Yeah. Um, then we had Kate getting Mark Riley. I think that was a, a really strong pick. Uh, Sam getting uh, Marie Wilson and Kaiser getting Molly Damon. Also a great pick. Yeah. Um, for me, it makes sense that I I'm gonna restart the sentence. I predicted like going in this draft that like Star Wars players were the most valuable just in terms of this draft because they were going to go so quick. And so like, that's why you have Roxy taking a Star Wars rookie. You have Sam taking a Star Wars rookie because there's also going to be a couple tournaments too. Yeah. So you definitely want at least two shots at the belt with Star Wars. And like once Molly and Laura were gone, then it's almost like a free for all. But it yeah. is interesting that they would still choose these rookies above Ace. 
Yeah. And I think, but I think for Roxy, it makes a little more sense she'd pick a rookie because she already has a Star Wars champion. So I yeah. think she's guaranteed, uh, right. she's guaranteed an epic Star Wars player regardless. Um, yeah. So I think she felt okay taking a chance on an unknown, you That's know, a good for, point. for and that also, category. like, a rookie, like, if they don't get through a tournament, it's okay because she has Alex Damon. <laughs> exactly. So that's a good um, point. Yeah. So Kate picking Mark Riley, that was kind of a nice surprise. Um I've actually done some little behind-the-scenes trivia matches with Mark on his Patreon. He invited me to come play some matches for his patrons, and he still got it. Like, he's great. Like, people think maybe he's rusty, he's not that great anymore. And, I mean, even that last match with him and Ben, that team's match, like, Mark was kind of holding it up more than Ben was. So I don't think people should knock Mark at all. Uh, He definitely still has it, so I think that was kind of a great pick. Uh, and it makes sense for him to go pretty early. I think maybe people are uh, still kind of talking him down and saying he's kind of rusty. He's been playing too long. But I think that was a great pick for her for sure. And yeah, Kaiser picking up Molly, definitely a smart pick. Probably my favorite picks of this round. Yeah. I think um, Alonzo and uh, Riley being a team would be a really good team. Yeah. I mean, they're both B players. They're both considered, like, B-level players, B-team players. But I think, like, if they hit their stride, they would be really good. If that's what Kate's going to do with them. I don't yeah. remember if she said that's what the plan was. Yeah, I think um, they were kind of talking about that after the fact, that they would make a great team. Um, and they're both players that, like, play great and have great records for gameplay, but just don't maybe have the amount of wins, you know, that in re- recent times that, that reflect that. So definitely a strong team. Uh, so some really solid picks. I think round two made more sense than yeah. round three uh, or than round one. And again, round two, me spiraling just, <laughs> just, just a little bit more. And I was uh, spiraling for you. I was like, who's going to pick Janine? Like literally. <laughs> so this was ridiculous. I was literally at work listening to this. And I see, like, a bunch more rookies getting picked. It's round two. Everyone was predicting me going in the first two rounds, hyping me up. And I'm, like, bitching to my coworker. I'm like, this is bullshit. Nobody's drafting me. All these rookies are going for me. Oh, my gosh. I'm just, I'm just going to quit. I want to quit. Like, I was popping off to my coworker, freaking out. And then I hear, Janine the Machine. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so round three, a Roxy picks me. Um... A big surprise. Uh, you know, I definitely was thinking about the stars as a faction that I could do well in. I could contribute to. There were definitely other factions that I thought if I go there, there's probably not going to be much for me to do considering like their top three that they already had kind of set in place yeah. and where the draft was going up to that point. Um, so I was really excited to be picked up by Roxy. Like I love her. I think she's amazing to see kind of the work she did with, um, the odd couple kind of keeping them focused. You know, I'm someone who sometimes gets in my head during a game and that happened to them a lot. And she was really able to keep them focused and keep them on track and keep them positive. And so I definitely think that's something that can be valuable to me. So yeah, I was really excited to uh, hear my name come out of Roxy's mouth. It was very exciting, (laughs) (laughs) especially since I was like mid complaining to somebody about what's going on. I'm not going to get drafted. (laughs) And then, and then I hear my name like, Oh wait, I got drafted. (laughs) And then like, I ran back to my phone. Um, so then we had Kaiser picking video drew Sam getting Stacy Howard, 
uh, Kate getting Peggy Gubbins and Coy getting Jesse Swift. And then Dagnito picking up Mark the Moose Haas. So I guess he's a four division player. I don't that's know. what that's what he says. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know much about these rookies. Um, I've seen Peggy kind of pop up in all kind of you know shows and live streams from the community. Um, Mark Ellis sometimes does these bar trivia things, and she's always like right there with the answers. So you know, I knew she was somebody who knew her stuff. So it was really great to see her get picked up. Uh, Sam, I think made a good choice with Stacy. Uh, and it made sense, Kaiser, you know, picking Video Drew. She was with them before. She did get them a big win at the end of the season. Uh, so, yeah, I think a lot of these round three picks make a lot of sense. Uh, still quite a few rookies going again, uh, I think, yeah. in this round. Um, I was really excited to see you on the stars. <laughs> <laughs> I think I love Roxy. I think that she is a great manager. Um, just at, from a viewer standpoint, I think she's a great person. And I know you guys... I know you two. Yeah. I know that you guys would work really well together. So I'm really excited for that. I was excited for Video Drew to come back to the dungeon. I think that's a perfect place for, for her. her. Mm-hmm. Um, Stacy Howard, I had kind of said on my mock draft, like, you could pick her up anytime. Yeah. Like, and that's not a knock to her plane. I just think, like, in 2021, that's where Stacy Howard is as a player, is that you don't need to pick her up round three. You know? Yeah, like, and I think people just forget, but she's actually really good. And she is good. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's good, and I'm not gonna say she's bad. I'm just like, to me, like, when it comes to people that were getting chosen, like under her, yeah. like after her, it's like, oh, you could have, like, you could have had them. time. Yeah. Like, you could have made sure, like, you got someone else before you like got Stacy. Yeah, that you could have filled another gap. Like that was kind of vital before picking yeah. up Stacy. Yeah. Because that was, like, that's, like, what confused me with Swag, is, like, you chose Eric Zipper before Laura. And it's, yeah. like, I think you could have done that the other way around. Yeah. Unless you were really scared, like, the dungeon was going to do that. But I don't know. I would yeah. say, like, I don't know. So, Stacey Howard. But she, I think her on the suspects, well, who, she was on the stars last year. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think suspects will work fine for her. So uh, we kind of Pe- switched. Yeah. <laughs> Peggy, I'm really excited about. Um, I know her pretty well, and I'm really excited to see her yeah. on the Jesse Swift and Mark Haas. I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. No insight, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I just heard Dagnito's calling him a four division player, and I don't know that anyone's been touted as a four division player. So that'll be interesting. Do we even have a four division? We have no one that's a four division that's, player. That has been touted and said, I am a four division player. We don't so. even have one right now. Yeah, I don't think so. No, the closest has been Bateman. No, he's not even IG. <laughs> no, he's not. He's, he's <laughs> it, it, not IG. It, would, it would definitely be like Mike or Chance, if anything, if they ever decide to go. Yeah, go that way. Um, we won't talk about Ben Bateman's remarks about what he could do and stuff. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean to bring that up. I didn't mean to. I, <laughs> if he had a few hours I, or whatever he said, yeah. <laughs> a few days. He had a few days. <laughs> if I watch all nine movies in a row without sleeping i could be star wars champion (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's exactly what he said yeah (laughs) um so then getting into round four 
Roxy picking up Jacoby Bancroft, Winston getting Ace back, uh, Shannon picking up Mark Hoyk, then Shannon taking uh, Joseph Scrimshaw, Winston getting Vinny Mancuso, Roxy taking Felix Moret, uh, Dignino getting Ty Lieberman, Coy getting Perry, Kate getting Jader, Sam getting uh, Jacob uh, Whitnaben, which I think he's an IG and a Star Wars player, and then Kaiser getting Whitney. Yes. Um, Joseph Scrimshaw is really good. I think like that was a perfect pick. Yeah. For Star Wars for them. Um, Vinny Mancuso. I'm sad that you guys <laughs> didn't end up on the same team because like in my mock draft, I had you guys on the same team on swag. And then someone in the comments said that like, your name should be Ice Machine. So oh my then gosh, I, I was love like, that. So then I was, like, super hyped for that. I was like, they need to be on the same team and make Ice Machine happen. Oh, my uh, gosh. I kind of love that a lot. So now like, I'm really sad, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, Roxy, if you're listening, like, trade, trade for, for Vinny. Vinny so trade we can be for, Team Ice Machine. Yeah, seriously. Um, and then Felix Moret. I'm really excited about him. I have really liked what he, like, what I've seen of him. Like, I got to see his audition, and he's been really good on all the appearances I've seen of him. So I'm excited for him. Ty Lieberman, no idea. Yeah, yeah. Quirky Mercs, Perry. I think Quirky Mercs played it the most safe, the most safe this draft. Yeah, like got most of the same people, and then kind of once they got all their bases covered, picked a lot of like new, new rookies people. or industry people. I think they played it the most safe, but I think they're still a strong faction. I just don't think they like did anything that was like kind of crazy me, and unexpected. Yeah, they didn't do anything that like really made me scared of them like um and then jader i was excited to see um and then who was the usual suspects jacob Uh, whitnabin yeah so he i guess sam said he's ig and star wars so he kind of covers both of those boxes i guess which i mean it's good for sam because he didn't really have that last season i I mean like step up and do ig as someone who never did IG because we didn't really have anybody who could when you're the star ig player like like, (laughs) yeah like and like you're better now because i know that you've been studying but like Back then, like when Janine the machines, you're like go to IG. IG, like oh crap. And I, I literally had like three weeks to yeah, and like on top of like working a full time job to become a during a, a pandemic. Decent, yes, to become a decent IG player. So yeah, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> yeah, but so, smart of him to kind of cover those bases at this point now, especially when you have like Rachel Cushing is right there. Like yeah, like she's right there to help. So I think that's perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a good round. This is when I was like, okay, we're rounding it out. Like, round one was kind of whack, but, like, now it, now it's, <laughs> it's all making, making sense. sense. It's making more sense. Yeah. Um, Winston getting Ace back. I don't know how he's going to, you know, play to great Star Wars players. Um, I saw a great meme of... <laughs> the the girl, like, looking behind you one. <laughs> yeah. The face, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i don't know how that's gonna work for him but um that'll be interesting and shannon getting mark hoik back so there were a lot of people kind of coming home i think in this round yeah did mark even play uh yeah i want to say he did because he i think he got like second like i think it was a match where he ended up still getting points i can't remember what it was though was it the horror free-for-all 
where he was like got second place or something so he still got like one point for corruption Oh no! <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. I don't remember. Wow, my light, my brain is being <laughs> fried. Like as we speak. Yeah, I want to say there was a, a match where he didn't win, but he still like made it to the end. So I'm thinking it's the tournament. It was the the free for all. Yeah, the, the, the horror, horror free for all. That was really fun. And I think he was like second place or third place or something. So he got one point. Yeah. Okay. So. That you know what? It's all coming back to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, he did play. He did play at the beginning of the season in a teams match. Yes, that's what it was. I was like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this was another good round. We're definitely seeing a lot more rookies. I'm super excited about Sean Sullivan going to corruption. Yes, that was really exciting. Yeah, I think that's a perfect place for him right now. Yeah, so that happened, I believe, in round five. Oh, did um, I just start start talking <laughs> about round five? Yeah, you just. You Sorry, just I was I was looking at I, You know what? Um, Morgan, just delete that whole part. Um, yeah, round four was really good. (laughs) Now on to round five. Yes, on to round five. So Kaiser ends up picking up Chris Jericho to stick it to Roxy. So I don't know, uh, about this decision. I don't know if he, you know, knew this information or he just kind of thought it was maybe a veiled joke or threat that Jericho... Uh, would only play for Roxy, so he just did it. I don't know yeah. if he picked him up to maybe use him as a tra- trade leverage. So it was yeah. definitely an interesting pick. Uh, then Sam picks up Paul Walter Hauser, so we got another celebrity player there. Kate picking up Lacey Gillerman, Koi getting Beth May, which I was really excited about. I think she's a perfect yeah, I'm, fit I'm a for, stan. For I'm, a, I'm a Beth May stan. Marks. Yeah, she's amazing. I've loved all her videos and stuff. She's she's really great. Um, Dagnino picking up Brother Loomis. Roxy getting Jack Kennedy. Winston getting Haley Fouch. And Shannon getting, as you said, Sean Sullivan. <laughs> I'm really excited about Sean Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. And corruption. Um, Chris Jericho, that whole dungeon thing, I think that... Um, it's kind of weird if a player is going to come in with the attitude of like, I'm only playing for one person, then I'm not going to play. Then it's like, yeah, that's like, why are you in the draft? Then? That's like, okay. <laughs> um, but all of his matches have been fun. I personally don't know why he's so against not playing with Roxy because like, I think him and Kaiser would be iconic. They have a great vibe. Like Kaiser has that wrestler energy. I mean, yeah. when Kevin was coming into the league, he was going to do this whole macho man thing with Kaiser playing that kind of, you know, 80s, 90s wrestler manager vibe. Like, that's what yeah. they were going to do because they know that world so well. So I definitely think just in terms of a player and a manager, that vibe is yeah. kind of iconic. But the fact that he's, you know, dead set on not playing for anybody but Roxy, it just kind of odd. Yeah. That- he was just open to even just being in the draft if that was kind of the situation. So. For sure. For, um, f- besides um, Sean, Haley, and Chris Jericho, it was all rookies. And I think that is very telling of the rookies that made themselves known, like, to managers, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Beth because- May was putting a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, because at this this was also at the point when I was watching live when all these rookies are getting chosen. Then I'm like, oh my god, we need like we have way more like people in that are veterans that need to get chosen. And I was like getting stressed for like 
players that I like and players that I also personally know. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, like someone What's picked James White. Someone picked yes. James White. Someone I was picked Jen Kemp. Screaming for Jen and James for sure. Like, yeah, and it, it was like so that's when I was kind of getting stressed about that. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was overall a good round. I think this was I think this is when it was really like I said last round, like I was starting to see the the full the picture. picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that first round was kind of throwing everybody off, I think. Yeah. Um, so then round six, Shannon picks up Jacob London, Winston gets Jan Kemp, Roxy gets Jeff Lowe, uh, Dagnino gets Rick Raddis, Coy gets Josh Horowitz, Kate gets David Del Rio, Sam gets Frankie Alvarez, and Kaiser gets Adam Witt back. Poppy Witt! <laughs> yes! <laughs> um... It's okay. <laughs> just, just, just gonna go over that. Um, I'm just gonna keep going. Yes, Poppy Wit. Poppy, Poppy Wit. Um, delete that know, if you want. If you know, you know. If you know, if you, if you know, you know. Poppy yeah. Wit. Um, I'm excited to see him back on the dungeon. I'm yes. like, I'm really hyped for that. A couple big things is jacob london on corruption i'm yeah. really excited for his reaction to that was really cute like yeah. he was like crying and i was <laughs> I like know. oh my or- god that's so cute and then i kind of love jen on swag like it kind of weirdly fits yes and so i'm excited for that and then all the rest of the people i don't know besides josh horowitz and david, david del, del rio, rio. Yeah. david del rio like has always been fine um Josh Horowitz, I'm excited because I I listen to his podcast. So, <laughs> but but I don't I don't know how his like knowledge would be. So yeah, definitely some solid picks, and we're kind of filling out um, the bigger picture as we said, and then we get into the last round of the live draft. Uh, we have Kaiser picking up John uh, Hoey. We have Sam picking up Paige Fabretti. Kate getting Jess Schloth. Koi getting Greg Alba, Dagnino getting Jeffrey King Khan, Roxy getting <laughs> Christina Vassallo, uh, Winston getting Jonathan Harris, and Shannon getting Klee Wiggins. This was a really interesting round. It was the last, like, televised one. Yeah. I'm really excited for Christina, and I love Christina, and I know you haven't met her yet, but I'm so hyped for y'all to, like, meet, and now that you guys are teammates, like... And Roxy's your coach, like, pop-off squad. Yay. Like, I'm getting FOMO for that squad. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Jess Schloth, um, I'm really excited about. Um, I've said it a couple times, but I told her to audition for the show. So <laughs> You forced her to. I forced audition. her to. She was, I was like, hey, have you thought about auditioning? And she was like, kind of. And I was like, do it. Do it. <laughs> and so... Um, no, it was it was way less. It was way more chill than that. But um, <laughs> but I did I did convince her that she had a shot, and so I'm really excited to see my great idea. Yes, come to fruition because I, I had seen you've had, you've had a few of those. I think yeah, I have. <laughs> so I was really excited. I think the den is a perfect place for her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She was singles and teams, and I think she's perfect for like just either on a team's match or a singles like tournament and just like a like a what are those like the play in i think that would yeah, be perfect for her definitely because um, the den for like most of the draft i was like why is de- the den the most stacked team right now 
<laughs> because everyone else was like just on some stuff that I didn't understand while it yeah. was happening. And I'm like, but why Kate's is- picks were making sense every time. Like Kate has the Kate had the strongest like round to round picks, but also she had the most picks. Like yeah. so um because of all the trade stuff. So yeah. that's why I was also like, oh, she's already had two, and it's like that's why her team looked better because she had got- was able to get more yeah. people out early. But I on. think that's a really good one. It was interesting that um, Swag chose Jonathan Harris um, because he was kind of, like, not the most amazing player. Yeah. Like, he was really entertaining, but it comes down to, like, if – I mean, it's round seven, so, like, who were you missing at that point? Yeah. But, like, I would have chosen people before him, but then it's also, like, who would you have chosen at this point? Like, it's, we're getting down to, like, the last people, so. And most, most people that are left are people who maybe haven't been proven that much. Yeah, so. Or haven't seen a lot of anyway. Um. But everyone else, I don't know. So, <laughs> and Shannon like seemed to get her pretty much her whole original except roster back. Laura, too. oh my god! Yes, she got everyone back except Laura. I want to say because yeah. she ended up getting Klee back, which she had. Um, I want to say she tra- did. She trade Klee like uh, or Claudia or somebody. Claudia, she traded Bonnie. Bonnie, okay. Um, so then when we get to the off-screen last picks, corruption ends up picking James White. i love him on corruption i'm so high i know i'm I'm so so high for him uh claudia dolph which i think did she already have claudia um or did did, i I don't know we'll just keep going (laughs) yes and elliot which she had elliot dubert which she had before um then the dungeon picked up john flickinger and chris van vliet which i don't know much about him um but I've watched a lot of uh, John Flickinger stuff, so, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm really I... curious to see his gameplay. Then for the usual suspects, they picked up Nikki DeMolanza and Doug Benson. So, I don't know if Doug Benson will play. He was on the suspects last season and just did not get to yeah, a match with that him. Was, so. That was... <laughs> I was wondering about that just because it's like, we still had rookies and it's like, I feel like we've heard the name Doug Benson in the Schmodown for like almost like two, like over two years. And it's like, yeah. it's like, when is this man's going to play a match? <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm just like wondering when it comes to like, how valuable are the bottom of your roster, like players going to be? Yeah. You know? When are you ever going to get an opportunity to use them? Because they're only going to let you put so many players from one faction yeah. in a tournament. Yeah, and I think the limit was always kind of like two, you know. But like, is this a year where those people at the bottom are even more valuable? You know, like yeah, is there going to be like multiple tournaments? Like, I think the tournament thing worked perfect for like quarantine, and that doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon. Yeah. So like, are we going to be doing more tournaments? And you want like you're going to have to be going through your roster more, and like, is something like a Doug Benson going to hurt you? You know. Yeah, but I mean, Doug, he knows a lot. Like, I listen to his podcast a lot. But he just um, hasn't played. Like, he just he, hasn't yeah. played. So. And, it's like, I, I, you've seen people kind of go down, particularly, like, celebrity people by not knowing the game. Yeah. So, the fact that he may not even have that gameplay experience and with so many other people. Yeah. It, it's curious to see if, you know, someone like him would actually even get to play. Yeah. Um. Then the Den rounds out with Rachel Silvestrini, 
uh, the quirky mercs pick up Sabrina and John Humphrey. Uh, Finstock Exchange gets Jeffrey Kahn, Kim Taylor Foster, and Taylor Robinson. Um, the stars pick up Brittany Young, and Swag gets Bradley Tingle and Frank Moran. So those were all the kind of final rosters for everybody. Yeah. I think the last couple of rounds were good. Like, it makes sense. Like, Rachel going to the den. Yeah. I think it's interesting that Rachel got chosen before some of the people that she did. <laughs> but it's also, yeah. like, she's another player where it's, like, you could trust that she would be available. Yeah. Do, do I think she was worth getting drafted as late as she is? Probably not. I would say she's, I would trust her more than maybe a rookie. Rookie, yeah. Because, like, she's, like, a good mid-tier player. Yeah. But, like, she was still available, so it worked out. And, like, Ooh. maybe something where it's, like, drafting, like, Lacey and Thomas, like, will work out, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe Peggy Gubbins was going to go pretty quickly, so. Would yeah. you would you team back up the Pride, or would you shake up that faction and kind of... I thought the Pride, like, as much as we, like, meme them as a community, <laughs> like, for, yeah. be- for being heels, they weren't the worst team. No. No. I think that maybe, I think the problem with the Pride was that they were both at the same level, Ben yeah. and Rachel, and I think you need to have those two players be the the second best player on that team with someone who's a little bit stronger than them. And I think, like, Ben and Paul Preston would be a really great team, and yeah. then having Mark and Alonzo be the second team, I mean, honestly, it would kind of be, like, a tie for, like, who's... A, who's the first ranked team on that faction. Faction, yeah. But Rachel can go through a tournament, like go to singles tournament, so can Saul. I would even maybe team them up. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Rachel and Jader, like now that I'm, no, I want Jader and Peggy to be a team. Yeah, I like that. I would love that actually. I think I think Kate just has a really good team this year. Yeah, she definitely I think had the smartest picks and uh, a really well-rounded team but i think the most well-rounded is probably corruption because they have oh strong yeah. they have strength in all of the bases so this this whole draft could have been like just picking people they like just picking like <laughs> people whose like favorite colors are red because it was like going in you have adam mike chance and marisol it's like you can literally pick whoever you want yeah like you get that star wars nailed down and then after that just yeah yeah and they got Joseph and Sean Sullivan. And I am on the train of, like, Sean Sullivan should be talked about more when it comes to, like... Oh, definitely. He just doesn't have the record that reflects his, like, ability. But oh, I think, you know I know about that. So. Oh. <laughs> we know. But I think that's just a really good team. And so I would even put... Ah, uh, Joseph's better. Maybe... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think... I, I'm a stan for Sean Sullivan. And then, like, Jacob's a really good... I do know, just from being friends with Jacob, that he is not eligible for belts. Um, he's not el- eligible to play in championship matches because he lives in Australia. Oh. Um, but that's perfect for this team because they have the singles champion and they have, like, two... They have, like, so many chances at belts that you don't need... Jacob to also be fighting for a belt. For a like, belt, yeah. Like, you can have him be in a tournament and, like, just win the tournament and maybe, like, get a number one contenders match that can... And I'm making this rule up, but, like, that can transfer <laughs> over to, like, the team, you know? Yeah, or just a one-off, you know, yeah. live match or something. Yeah, you know? for sure. 
So yeah, definitely a lot of fun picks. That round one kind of I think had a lot of us scratching our heads and surprised, uh, but it actually kind of started making a lot of sense going down the line. Definitely, I think Kate had the most uh, smart picks. Uh, and I think corruption has the most, uh, you know, solid roster kind of covering all the bases. And then I'd kind of go dungeon maybe after that. Definitely Kaiser in a much better spot than last season. So really excited to kind of see what everybody does. I mean, last year we had some big names kind of all together in factions and we're expecting a lot from them and they didn't really do what we were kind of expecting them to do like Tom and Paul as a team I think everyone touted them as kind of doing some crazy things and that didn't quite work out uh you know Ben doing great things Dan doing great things and them kind of you know faltering a little bit so it could go either way so just really excited to see what happens if people decide to do more trades at this point and really shake things up even more until uh, before, you know, we get really into the season. So yeah, anything could happen still at this point, but really exciting draft. Yes, it was. It it was, I'm really excited for season eight after this. Like, not that I wasn't excited, but I think this is like, you got to see the whole faction thing come to fruition with the whole like one year at this point, because last year's draft was just picking the teams. And now you got to see it like actually act like a sport. Yeah. So I'm strategy definitely happening more this time around, I think. Yeah. So it was a really good draft and I'm excited to see what's going to happen. February 19th cannot come soon enough. Yeah. Super excited. Well, thank you so much, Abby, for talking the draft with me. It's always great having you on Machine Mondays. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love being here. So, yay. So, tell the people <laughs> where they can find you. <laughs> um, y'all can find me at Abigail Friel on all social media. And fun fact for the Machine Mondays listeners is that i am now doing more social media with the schmodown so if you're interacting with any of the social media accounts there's a big chance that it's me so please interact and also if you are a patron well first of all you should be a patron of it's a wonderful podcast but then second of all if you are a patron of the schmodown come hang out with me in the discord i'm talking schmodown almost every day and i would also just like to hear about your life so we can talk about whatever so join that and hang out with me so Yay. And also, tonight, Abby, Frank, Maxwell, and me will be watching High School Musical. Yes! I'm so excited! I'm so excited. I've actually never seen this movie all the way through, so um, it'll be interesting. I'm from an older generation of Disney Channel original movies. I don't know if Frank has either. He probably has. I would would bet large money that Frank has not seen... Yeah, I, I kind of am envisioning, like, this is a three-week series where we, like, watch all three. All three. I, I'm down for that. So. As long, and, and I think if we definitely make it flick your poison and have a few cocktails, oh, some yeah. drinking games, I think it would be pretty yeah, hilarious. I'm hyped. So. So. so join us at 7 o'clock PT. Yes, on Abigail Friel's YouTube channel. <laughs> yes. Um. So... This is not, of course, the only show you can find on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed. Of course, we also have Morgan Hasn't Seen. Every Wednesday, uh, this Wednesday, we are closing out our presidential movie series, talking a comparative look at White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Which one did Morgan like better? You will have to listen to find out. 
<laughs> also Friday, of course, we have It's a Wonderful Podcast, our show where we talk classic films. Morgan is the constant host over there. I do hosting duties every other week with Nolan Dean. So please check that out. We give love to those classic movies. It's great. So we have you covered every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on It's a Wonderful Podcast. You can find the feed all places podcasts can be found. And please join the It's a Wonderful Podcast Patreon. We have some fun stuff going on over there. You know, Sunday live streams with our patrons, polls, bonus content, uh, artwork every month. You can get a custom uh, logo, some fun things. So please come hang out with us at It's a Wonderful One on Patreon.com. Also, if you want to get any merch for any of the shows or check out any of my artwork, you can find that at my Public shop at G9Design on TeePublic.com. You can find me at Janine DeBean on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on It's a Wonderful uh, one on Twitter. And I think that's it, guys. <laughs> All the things. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Machine Mondays. And until next time, XO, XO, Machine out.